there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Twilight Zone. It's the Twilight What's poppy, y'all? Hey. That was a little echo. I wonder if they heard it. Hi, everybody. It's D-Lust. Hey, DHK, Dread, Head, Keisha. What's going on, peeps, friends, reliable homies? How's it been going? Good. Bad. We hear y'all. We hear y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, so going pretty good um i was just telling you some shit that's been happening at work they tripping up there boy. they hiring they hiring niggas up there let me tell y'all if um, they ain't at my job they at her job it's, <laughs> it's just a lot you know how you just it'd be a lot of shit going on at work like all the time i know that's for everybody like it's at least that shit, shit ain't work on. ain't like super work related yeah that's my not shit my drama be oh i got a funny story about Ooh, my job do tell all right y'all <laughs> so I work in HR, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, my director's, like, assistant. So she comes into work and, like, oh, I got this memo I want you to read. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. The memo was about a woman shitting on the floor of the bathroom. What? Of the women's bathroom. Like, they won't shit in the toilet. They shit on the floor. So I'm like. This is at a work? Yeah. A workplace? It's one of our work locations. So when oh I read God. it, I put it down. I'm like, yo. I'm like, director. What? I said, how do you know somebody is shit on the floor? They was like, we've been told. I'm like, is there proof? Yes, the cleaning people take pictures because <laughs> it's happening multiple times. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, yo, what? I said, so they shitting on the floor? Like, yes, yeah, squatting and shitting, which I guess from telling from how the shit looks, it ain't like, you know, they trying to get their pants down and they shit on the back of the stall. It's shit like dead on the floor. Like, they shit it, like squatted. Like a, a perfect pile of yes, shit. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm like, she like, I'm gonna send out a memo to the to the department. I'm like, for what? We got 500 some employees, y'all. I'm like, why are we sending at multiple locations? I'm like, why are we sending out a memo about shitting on the floor in the women's bathroom? <laughs> oh my and she God. was like, and we're gonna take formal action. I said, so you're Miss uh, Scooby doing the mystery game, gonna go into the bathroom and see who shit on the floor. You I told said, the director this? Yes. <laughs> That's how we tell him. Like, you're gonna you're gonna gather people and you're gonna punish somebody for shit on the floor. I'm like, come on now. I was like, uh. So we, I end up telling her, why don't you just make signs that go in the stall? It's basically saying, hey, we've been notified someone's been using the bathroom on the floor. Make sure that you take a sweep around and you clean up behind yourself. That's what I told her to do. She go and talk to the dumb white bitch upstairs. They come up with a whole memo basically about not shitting on the floor. This is nasty. It's unacceptable. You're making us all look bad. Maybe you should get on disability Ooh. or FMLA Ooh. or an accommodation. I'm like, so how the fuck did we go from not shitting in the toilet to you need disability papers? <laughs> I was like, yo, you know what? Why do I even bother? Why do I have ideas? <laughs> you know what's crazy? I actually have a similar story at work. Oh, let me finish real quick. Okay, hurry up. So, 
nigga. <laughs> so the memo, I had to be the one to send a memo out. And I just hung my head when I did it. I just <laughs> like. And within five minutes, y'all, it was the loudest laughter on my floor. And it's only <laughs> 20 people that work in an apartment that's on my floor. And uh-huh. where everybody else is scattered. So everybody's laughing. And I know they're laughing about this memo. People are calling. So somebody emailed saying, yeah, this be happening in the parking lot, too. <laughs> somebody emailed back personally. <laughs> I was like, I don't make money for this. With their name on the email? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so when I came into work the next day, my coworker was like, girl, let me tell you, once that memo went out, people started running. Their mouth started running like uh, water. Supposedly, y'all, oh this has been God. happening since 2013 at this one particular location. And it's always the last stop. Now, I've been told who it is. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Wait, did I tell you in the memo they said we don't know if you have an emotional, physical uh, disorder, but there's <laughs> ailments. But there's employee assistance program for ooh, you. Ooh. Yes, they did. Yeah, it was a hot ass mess. <laughs> if you were, if you go to my job and you work there, you know. But um, uh, that's that. So that was some shit, literally, <laughs> for that ass floor. <laughs> Cleaning people said we not clean up no more shit. <laughs> They took pictures, y'all. I was like, cleaning people are sick of their shit, literally. And literally. my director started busting <laughs> up. <laughs> she was like, yes, <laughs> they are. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all, but that's my job this No, listen, week. listen. Here's my similar story real quick. So, same situation. We got an email from the director of the call center. Um, pretty much people are leaving um, m- menstrual cycle remnants on the floor. I hate that shit, bro. And so, pretty much same situation. Please clean up behind yourselves. We are all adults here. I mean, shit happens. Shit happens, but... But it shouldn't be, like, all the time. Now, you know if you don't drop your damn tampon on the floor. Bruh, I always check when I go to the bathroom. I don't care if I pooed it. I Sometimes I go in there and I poop. <laughs> you know, I close the door. I check to make sure the poop left. You know? You got to check. Well, everybody's not a considerate. Bro, uh, because we all got to share like that shit. And that's how diseases and, and transmissions but and shit be taking place. But if I am going it was to bloody? clean that up. It was blood on the floor. Bitch, you dirty. It was blood on the floor. You dirty, and, I, and, and you can say I said it. You're dirty. So, yeah. Yeah. That's unsanitary. Like, I hate having to go in and, like, into a bathroom and it's pee all over the toilet. I hate that because I know if I pee on the toilet because I squat. I squat too. I'm probably going to get pissed on the toilet the yeah, way it comes I'm, out. I'm going to wipe it up. And though. I'm going to wipe it up. So I hate to come in behind the bitch and it's like fucking somebody was spilled a bowl of soup only on the fucking uh, toilet lid. Gross. Like, how did you, a magician? Gross. It's nasty. So, yeah, we <laughs> off y'all. That yeah. was funny, y'all. We love y'all. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Shit you should know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, so there's this girl that I follow. Her name is Janai Kirsten on Instagram. Um, she changes her hair like every week. So from styles to cuts and colors. I'm so fascinated with women I, that do that. Only black I don't even know how I found her, but I know I've been following her for months now. I Probably from the Explore page. Sometimes my mind will just get carried away from different things. Um, but yeah, she works at a beauty supply store, a large beauty supply store in L.A., mm-hmm. Um, and she got a style around March where she had half braids were blonde and the other half were white, but mm-hmm. the white hair turned pink in the sun. And it glowed in the dark. And the blonde glowed in the dark. Yeah. So she, in LA, there's a beauty supply store. What's the name of it? At Superstar Hair and Wigs. That's their IG. Yes. You can buy color changing 
hair. Now, I look, when, when B told me about this, I was like, let me get on the page and try to find out, you know, what particular brand because it what is. Because what initially sparked it was you found somebody with color changing earrings. Yes. And I was like, oh, somebody's got color changing hair. And I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> I won't end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she doesn't really, from what I was able to like look up about her, she doesn't really say, like somebody was like, what brand of hair is this? And she didn't respond, but she responded to somebody else. I was like, oh, okay, we ignore it. But I, I just want answers, sis. I want answers. We are intrigued. We are fans. It's really cool. But I love her because she just does different styles and like, She's done that, um, you know, creative black tennis shit. ball hair color. You know, that's like kind of popular, like a neon, the neon, a light yellow, neon. greenish kind of. It looks like just, just like a tennis ball. Um, it's a hairstylist, a celebrity hairstylist, Arrogant Tay. He's got lime green tennis ball hair. It's like a mm. thing. But yeah, she she changes her color like that, like every week, week and a half. And you love, but you you do that with I your love hair paint. You all. It. I love it. Be underscore locks. She, <laughs> look, y'all increase her views, okay? We, she getting sponsorships, 2019 <laughs> and beyond. I need to post another one. I you do. Anything. I'm getting ready to put some in my hair today. Some uh, hair wax. wax mm-hmm. Oh, my uh, Mel, My friend Mel has some. She's like, oh, I have yellow, blue, gray, red. I'm like, which one do you think I should do? Any She's, color. Yeah, so I'm going to do it, and um, I'll post a picture. Ooh. Not gonna tell us, okay? Have a post a Okay, okay. <laughs> she just should know. So, yeah, y'all got to uh, follow at Ja. Oh, shit. Kirsten. Thank you. <laughs> J-A-N-A-I-K-I-R-S-T-N. I will fuck a good name up if you let me, okay? <laughs> Time really cool. Line Terrace. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. Suspect down. This timeline, Terrace. This is a tweet. So, at Flavor Flav's wife tweeted. My worst date will always be the one where I paid for the cinema ticket mm. and snacks. Mm. And my day reached out for the change <laughs> from the cashier and put it in his pocket. <laughs> First of all, you Could know you she imagine? Educated. You know she educated talking about cinema tickets. I was like, who the fuck said cinema? Did you Google to see what was the most universal oh, word right. for she the movies? <laughs> but no, like, ooh. That's not good. No bueno. Could you imagine you paying for something and another nigga? You That's ain't even. Are you good. my son? Am I? Am I claiming you on the my nerve. on my taxes? The nerve. I want to know. The, I want to know what happened afterwards. Did she pop his hand like a child? Give me my shit. She let him put that shit in her pocket. Put in his pocket and keep it moving. Ah, we would have had a real. That's that's a red flag, y'all. That's a red ass flag. That the day would have been. Over, yeah. I, I you would have yeah. gave me that money. Give me my money back because you a bitch. That's what first I do to my mama. <laughs> you don't do that to me. You a bitch. First off, like I'm. So, Why what? am I paying in the first place? Maybe, uh, maybe some equality shit. You know, some exchange. Like now, maybe he had paid for will, a few. You know, in the first couple of days, do it Dutch or you know. What if she always did that to him? What if it was payback? That's why I'm like, I want to know mm, what happened afterwards. Mm. Bitches be tweeting for uh, likes. <laughs> But that was funny, y'all. It was funny. Timeline <laughs> tears. <laughs> it was funny. Okay. Hood delicacies. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tongue twisted. Hood delicacies you should be eating. <laughs> I'm done. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I'm just, I'm here for support. I was trying to introduce you, but. Oh, go ahead. Whenever you <laughs> ready. I'm not, I'm not coming out till you introduce me. No, I did it already. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> S2 Express, 50, 58, South Halstead. That's like um, if back of the yards, 
north of Inglewood area. That's what you went this to. This isn't S two S two. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. You know this, what I'm talking about. This is in the city. Okay. Well, this is like S two is in like Calumet Park or something. Yes. Okay. So S two Express is owned by a black man and it's Palestinian boo. That's just a little IG research. Don't be messy, y'all. <laughs> Don't be messy, okay? Because Andre is the owner. He ain't got an IG. Um, they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, opening every day at 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Sundays, and the hours are extended every other day in the week. Um, they serve cuisine. Basically, niggas love to eat. Pizza puffs, taco dinners, steak and lobster, <laughs> shrimp and grits, turkey bacon. Niggas love turkey bacon and sausage. <laughs> quesadillas they got a little mexican not to minimize it they have a mexican menu it'll be looking nice they got the parsley good, they got uh, the parsley filter over all their food so you know it's good mm, i love a good mexican portion you know it's good Give when the, my options when the parsley on the plate and not the food yeah some people just sprinkle the parsley around the food yeah <laughs> little, little decor it's it's decor yeah it's, lick it it's off ambiance it's ambiance of the food <laughs> <laughs> ambiance so it's pretty good, huh? Crab legs. I ain't been there. Oh, you haven't been there? I ain't been to Back of the Yards. Somebody it's didn't want to go. So you want to take me if we go? My um husband's ex-job is over there. Ex-job. <laughs> Previous job. <laughs> My bad. I was My like, ex-job. I need to investigate that statement. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. It was some words that I felt was scrambled. He I was used <laughs> to work over there in that area. <laughs> oh, man. So he missed out. But they're cool, y'all. 5058 South Houston. If y'all ever over there, somewhere you ain't supposed to be, somewhere you are supposed to be, <laughs> It's a black-owned restaurant. You can check it out. I'm probably going to go, but y'all need to comment under the episode when you take in us. For a date. We're just going. A little podcast date. Podcast date. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> we can accommodate your needs. We are here to please. <laughs> At the Twilight Hour podcast. <laughs> so, y'all, we're coming to the end of part of our spiral today. Oh. The, the meeting... The meat and cornbread, the, the God and the fruits of a garden of life. <laughs> so we talked about last episode. <clears throat> excuse me. I ain't slept dick in a while, so my throat was a little congested. Okay. Um, <clears throat> ever, honestly. I mean, who we're lying here. Oh, um, oh. So last week we discussed <laughs> that we were going to go head to head over living with your significant other or your spouse, life partner, whatever y'all niggas be into these days. Yes. Before y'all make that lifetime commitment. Correct. Basically cohabitating. Correct. And through conversation, live conversation, I wish Bonds could like cut the piece of the episode and insert it into this episode where we kind of, yeah. But she's that like, would be cool. we love you. Um, <laughs> It's a lot. It's probably a lot. That's what I'm thinking. But we talked about, basically, we learned that B is for, you know, Living together, cohabitating, mm-hmm. and I am not against. I'm against it. So, um, state your case. State your case, lady. No, no case. Mm. Um, so I believe this because it just is my opinion and my experience that you really don't get to know someone until you live with them. Okay. Um, and that's actually something my mom told me like early when I was dating in college. Wow. So your mom had which really. Shocked me, really shocked me because my mom is very, um, I would just say she's spiritual. She, you know, she believes in, in you know, in the Lord and, and traditions and things like that. And, you know, the Bible and just different, you know, religious and spiritual things. So for her to say that, I'm just like, it really took me aback. Like, really? 
you you think that you 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 think I should do that?" She was like, "Yeah, that's that's interesting." Yeah, she was like, "I think you need to you know live with." You know, if you're dating someone seriously and, and marriage is a topic of conversation, I think you need to live with that person beforehand. And I think she says that from her own experiences, her and my dad. Um, one thing that I think is funny, she says how bad he snored. <laughs> no, this is it's funny, but it's it was so real for her. Like the sternness in her voice when she was telling me this story, she was just like, I didn't know he snored like that. So they never lived together. No, they did not to live together. They dated for they they dated. I don't even think they dated a long time. I think it was not a very long time that they dated. But yeah, she said when they you know moved in together, he snored. His snoring was so loud, and my mom is such a light sleeper. So yeah, that Kinda came from my mom's own personal experience where they didn't live together. They dated. I don't even know how long they dated, but it, I don't think you it said was it, years con- it contributed. Years. But it contributed to the, I mean, it was other things why they divorced, but she was like, that affected my sleep. Then, mm. You know, you have kids, you already don't sleep. I can see that shit being irritating. You know what I'm saying? It. She was like, it took a toll. That's something she was like, I would have I loved to know beforehand. She didn't know. <laughs> so as, as funny as that sounds, somebody snores like that. And I can attest. I've stayed in a hotel room with my dad before. He took me to a concert, and we stayed at a hotel. And I had on headphones with a CD in addition. Still couldn't sleep. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Still couldn't sleep. I didn't get much sleep that night. That's how bad he snored. So when she said that, and I was in a phase where I was dating someone in a serious relationship, she was like, I think, you know, after a certain amount of time, if you're serious, you need to live with that person. So your mom helped planted that seed. She okay, did. that's interesting. Okay, so you have three reasons yes. as to why you believe, in your opinion, yes. it is safe after some time. Some time. I, I would say about a year. I would say six months to a year. Sometimes people know when they know, and it could be soon. Of dating... Or of dating before you move in together. Yes. Like sometimes you need to spend getting to know each other before you say you should move in together. Yes. And I have and I have an interesting post. I want to hear what you got to say. And I found a post. Somebody's life okay. or life for likes. Some people have life for likes. Um, okay. that in response a reflection of what you believe. So okay. you got three reasons. I do. Bless these people. Okay. So my first reason is it gives you a financial point of view of what you will be getting into for the long run. Okay. Um, knowing someone's financial habits, just how they spend their money, how they save their money, how they prep for their bills on a weekly, on a monthly basis. You learn that living with them because those are discussions that you have in the household. If you don't share the same responsibilities like utilities and things like that, you may not have those conversations. You may not have those conversations if you're not living together. I mean, you may say, oh, I'm frustrated with this bill, but if you're not sharing that same frustration, you may not be able to connect with me on that bill. I'm not saying I agree, but I will say I've spoken with people who are married or just listen to things I feel like is sound advice. Or my fr- I can discern is sound advice. The one of the people say one of the reasons for marriage, the solutions of marriages is financial. Is money. Is money, and it could be spending habits. Yep. Or your one partner just have piss poor spending habits. I knew I'm gonna air their ass out because I don't care from no way. My aunt's um, ex husband, <laughs> oh his gosh. first wife, 
<laughs> they um didn't make it because he would give her the money to pay the bills and she was never paying no bill. He ended up losing everything. And do you know how many stories I hear at work where the husband or the wife is calling in like, my husband was supposed to take care of this bill. My wife had this responsibility and now our gas is off. Can I inject a real funny story? Yeah. Okay, so my mom used to work at this one state agency. She, uh, It was a guy there who, to my understanding, wife was a crackhead. Mm-hmm. And she said, it was just known. You know how niggas be knowing shit on the job? Like, right. how y'all know? Right, right, right. So the man's wife, really good guy, his wife was a crackhead. Or she was on drugs. We'll say on drugs. And so every payday, she would come up there and take his check. So she would take it faithfully. It's, it's like they had witnessed it him take the check so my mom one of her real good friends on her job this one time they had so the people at the job was gassing them up like they was like don't let her take your check yeah you a good man don't let her take your check oh my god and you um, told me this before yes and <laughs> he Jesus. decided to take a stand and she beat his ass y'all oh my mom was like he got his ass beat that day and her friend tyrone of course was like damn he got his ass beat stood and watched oh and she ended up taking the check. Black so people. I said, what happened after that? He always came to check that week after. Oh, yeah. our black people. Okay, but go ahead. Go ahead. So financial. Okay, um, that makes, I can see that. So you know what I'm saying? You know, you have to kind of go through those struggles and go through those different, th- and I, I won't even say struggles because there's times where, you know, we both balling. How you going to spend that money? How you going wh- to use that money? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Is one person going to be like, oh, I'm balling out for me? Or is this, oh, let's put this money up half in the savings. Let's pay off a couple months rent with it and then yeah. and then go ahead and do a little bit of shopping for ourselves. You know okay. what I'm saying? It makes a difference. And you need to know those types of things. I, I feel like that damn near determines the type of person you are, shit. You need to know how these people spend money. If bro's a gambler, ah, we can't date. Or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or money come up missing all the time. Yeah, no. Or money come up unaccounted for. You know, d- did y'all know that? T- did y'all know those things or those patterns What's- or those habits before y'all got married before y'all started living together and having things in each other's names or together's names okay that shit is serious it's if finances and credit and all that we don't we don't understand that as teenagers but when you get into this adult world that is serious so i think that that's something where you need to live with that person to see how they how they use their money how they maneuver with their money um, and you need to see if you if you agree with it, if you like it, shit. You may not like that. You you know you may not agree with that, or or I think you spending too much money doing that, or whatever the case may be. So okay. those are conversations that need to be had. I feel like, and and you know, living with the person gives you a a good perspective of all right, this is how they are with their money. I can live with this. No, I can't live with that. So yeah, that's my financial point of view from it. Um, my second reasoning is social life okay not to say i'm the type of wife where i'm like you can't go out or you you know you can only go out at certain times no but you do need to know if this person goes out all the time are they going to be home at you know in the evening when you start having children do they go out so much well now they out on the weekends and the baby is crying and you take on all that you know nighttime responsibility okay. that's something to think about that's something to think about Think about this. What if you're dating a party promoter? And not all party promoters are bad people. You know, these are yeah. good people. <clears throat> My cousin is a party or was a party promoter. And they're, that's their job, to be out. Think about when you, you know, y'all are ready to have a baby and start a family. Is that something that you can deal with? Is that something that's going to be feasible for the household? If it's not, that's a conversation. You know, when we have a family, do you think about stopping the doing stopping doing that or slowing that down or how do you how are you going to adjust that to 
to be still be available for the family and help me out with those responsibilities. Um, and it may not even be like a party promoter. And I was just using that example because that those types of people have to be out all the time. Okay. But just are they the type of people that just go out on a whim, you know, let you know, hey, I'm going out doing this with friends. Do they let you know who you go, who they're going out with? You know, things like that. When they come home, you know, what's going Basically on? Basically their character. Their you can character, really like that's important because when you have a family, even if you don't have kids, but you have a mortgage, you have rent, you got car notes, you got all these different responsibilities. Going out takes, you know, that's that's a factor. You know, okay. we got bills and stuff. You going out and having a nightlife, are we still able to support? Okay. Because that can that could become costly. We getting older. People want to do nice things. So I think you know those types of habits and those types of patterns are something that's important too. You don't want to, yeah, y'all were you know everything was cool when y'all were dating, y'all were going out, and then all of a sudden y'all move in together and he's going out every other night. Are you cool with that? That's what he did before. Yeah. But what if y'all didn't have that conversation? Did y'all have the conversation? Oh, you know, when I get in re- when I get in a marriage, I'm gonna do this, that, and the third, or I'm gonna do A, B, and C for my family. You know, I'm sure people have those conversations, but I think when you actually live with that person, you get to see that. Okay, yeah, they do go out every once in a while, but some I do see how he some will you know say, oh, you know, I'm not gonna go out tonight. I, I'm you know I'm gonna do this with you, or I'm gonna you know we're gonna do this and the third. I think that's important, you know, compromise. Compromise is a big thing in relationships. So you need to know those types of patterns and and what that person will do when it comes to being in a relationship and, and at home time. Okay. So that that's a big part for me. Um, but like I said, like, my husband pushes me to go out. And I push him to go out. Like, the last weekend he went out with his cousin. He They haven't gone out in a while, but he's just kind of, like, in a different mindset. He's trying to get another job. Like, we got things coming up. So he's like, oh, I'm going to be working on the weekends or, you know, we're going to be doing this to make a little extra money or whatever the case. I really don't have the focus to go out right now. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like that, like that mode. But, yeah, like, we, we do encourage each other to go out and still have that alone time because it's, it's, it's a good balance. It's a good balance, you know. Neither one of us are going out too much. And that and that came from y'all um seeing you know, experiencing that when we live together. Okay. So Stand on your shit, ten toes down, I my think nigga. That's important. <laughs> ten toes down, my nigga. Which, I just think that's important. No, I just think So yeah. what's your last your last uh point? Your last uh re- supportive reasoning. So and this may be kind of cliche, but you know us females. When we go out with guys. I'm going, a nigga. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> when you're dating, you know, you don't always show your your true self or, you know, what's the saying? If he see you in your in your hair wrap tie, he the one. If he ain't see you like that. These bitches be outside, myself included, any old way sometimes. By the you top ain't going of the on no date like that, though. I don't go on dates, so who am I? You're not chilling <laughs> with no guy like that, though. No, no, I like to be no. cute. I be needing reasons. <laughs> you can you can enjoy it. Yeah, I get you. So I hear you. I think just another important thing is being comfortable with being yourself around that person. And then that, that may not always happen in the dating phase because think about it. You always out, you know. And if you do kind of spend some cuddle time at the at the crib that was cute cuddle whatever, time. Y'all okay, not together, y'all are together. You may not always be as relaxed because you still kind of dating. You still kind of like, oh, he got to think I sleep cute or whatever sometimes. But sometimes at the point you need to let that go because that ain't real life. But (laughs) 
It ain't. Girl, please. I be looking like a hot ass mess. He love it. He do. But he knew that. He knew what I looked like. And but he knew how together. I acted. And he knew, you know, my habits and what I like to do and things like that. So I think that's important. It's like I said, it's cliche, but you don't always get that in the dating phase if you don't live with the person. All right. I have something that's going to speak to both of our sides. Okay. And I'll tell you why it speaks to my side, but it's going to seem like it speaks only to your side. <laughs> okay. So this young lady, her name is Ashley Massengill. Um, she posted this on Facebook. So she, they, it was a post about her and her spouse. She said, July 5th, 2013, we met. July 8th, 2013, we moved in together. August 1st, 2013, we were engaged. August 26th, 2013, we got married. August 26, 2019, we are celebrating six years of marriage in Paris, France, the city of love. What works for us may not work for you, and vice versa. Some men know what they want in 10 years. Mine knew in 10 minutes that he wanted me forever. Mm. I know people who waited five plus years to get married, and the marriage lasted less than five years. Mm. And couples who got married three weeks after meeting and stayed happily married 70 plus years until they died. Marriage is a gamble either way you do it. Stop letting society dictate your life and your happiness. Do you? Happy six-year anniversary, yellow. I love you. I love you. I agree. No, I agree. Love comes in all different shapes and forms and relationships. They start all different types of ways. And like you said, we didn't live together for a year before. I mean, uh, we weren't dating for a year before we lived together. Mm -hmm. We knew each other in high school, so we kind of were comfortable already. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of sped up the process. Yeah, we had dated for two years. Um, We had a relationship. We, you know, families knew each other. Like, it, we had a history, so I know I know a homosexual going through the same thing y'all <laughs> oh going God. through. Oh, he, she said, hobo sexual because he finally got a permanent y'all. residence because he done knocked his baby mama up, and now they gonna get married and live happily ever after. He's still oh. a scum. Oh, okay. Hobosexuals need houses too. Go ahead, I'm listening. <laughs> so, we kind of knew once we started dating again. You know, shortly after that, like, yeah, this is serious. You know, we're gonna we love each other. We've always had that love, so you know, this is going to happen. So. We started dating December. We moved. We were like staying at each other at our mom's houses. So we would spend a night back and forth between our mother's houses. So I, I guess that's kind of cohabitating. But we y'all was ready to be together. We officially got our own place that August. So December to August. That was about eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say six unofficially with like being at each other's mom's mm-hmm. houses. Uh, we weren't established yet, so, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> we done came a long way from pallets on the floor, y'all, <laughs> with the sofa cushions. Y'all remember making pallets that way? <laughs> if I believed in my memory, I do. <laughs> so, um, so it didn't necessarily happen that way for us, but I do think if you just meet someone, you know, off rip, you should give it, a year, you know, get to know that person, get to know their family, because you marrying a family, too. It ain't just yeah. them. Yeah. You got to know what mama like. You got to know what sisters like. You got to know what granny like, you know, and just see how the, how, the, how the vibes flow. If it meshes well, you know, those are good signs. If they don't, those are signs, too. You know, you got to decide if they're good or bad, but it's stuff you need to know. So that's how I feel. I hear you. <laughs> You know, I hear you, and I see it working for y'all. You, you got some of these. Been, I'm gonna I'm be. I'm gonna not be get personal. I see it working for y'all, <laughs> and uh, 
it's a gamble, it and is. I'm not, and I don't, is. and I don't play to lose. So I can't, I don't stand on that. That's too iffy. It's too dicey for me to be like, this is a requirement. So I'm gonna go into why I don't, it's not necessary, and you shouldn't. Okay, I'm I'm really excited to hear. But so the, to summarize your case in like one or two sentences on reasons why you should live together before marriage. You need to know a person's financial habits. You need to know how they how they socialize, you know, their their social life, you know, how do they ha- you know, go out and handle those types of different things? Can they prioritize, I guess, is a good question. Um and overall, can you be yourself around that person? Can you truly be yourself? You know, bad, good, bad, ugly, everything. Mm. Well, be lusty <laughs> believes that the key to a successful, long-lasting relationship is living together. And I'm going to tell you why it's a disaster. <laughs> Tune in next time. Too- no, just <laughs> Look at baby Trey. <laughs> He's so hey, cute. Baby. So we thank y'all for listening. Um, drop what y'all think below. Next week, we're going to go into the polar opposite. These are polar episodes. Um, we love y'all. Y'all know what to do. Y'all know how to get in touch with us. Live podcast show coming real soon. Real soon. <laughs> we love y'all. Hey. Peace and blessings. Yes. Media. Visit powervoicemedia.com for more info.